What happens when life hits you blow for blow and the storm seems never ending? Yet, instead of laying down and giving up, letting your storms consume you, you remain steadfast, finding the willpower, the strength you didn't know existed, and the courage to keep pushing forward. That is perseverance. How you respond to your circumstances is key. Welcome to the basics of perseverance. What's happening, great people? Hope your day started off fresh with a clear mental and the day has been going great thus far. I'm a peace of mind and welcome to the basics of perseverance, where their story may be your story, coming to you raw and unrehearsed. Now, without further ado, I would like to introduce my guest today, V. Johnson. How are you today? Good, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here because I know with your hectic schedule, it's hard to get you um, on a meeting, on a Zoom call or anything. So I really appreciate you being a part of this today. So we're going to start off. Oh, sorry. My bad. Very raw, clearly. Yeah, very raw. Ain't no editing. Sorry. All right. So my first question is, Tell the people who you are as an individual. Who am I as an individual? Well, my name is Levita Johnson. I am the wife of one husband. Um, I have two children. You said <laughs> one husband. <laughs> yes. These days. Like, come on now. It's 2021. And, you know. I'll you hear you. People with multiple spouses, no shade. I just wanted to clarify that I only have one. Um, I'm too difficult to have more than one. I don't think <laughs> both of them will be able to deal with me. So I am the wife of one husband. With True. Two kids, a 12-year-old and a 7-year-old, almost 8. No, maybe almost 30. <laughs> uh, um, my profession, my background is in management for nonprofit substance abuse related um, prevention. Um, I own my own online business management company called the Versus How. Um, and that's basically I run people's business from my home. Um, I decided to do that because working in corporate America and even nonprofit America, I was away from my family so much. I was like, this cannot be life. Like, I got to find a way outside of this. I'm running other people's business and getting paid chunk change. It's got to be a way for me to do this for myself and get paid better. Correct. So that's how my business came about. Um, I'm four foot nine. No, actually, I went and got tested for my, you know, husband's health insurance. <laughs> 10. I asked her to check. Oh, so you, you grabbed the extra inch. Clearly, I grew and didn't know. So, I'm was it my first 10. You sure it wasn't the shoes? What shoes you had on that day? Um, what else about me? I don't like people, not in a bad way. I just, my personal space, I don't like people in my personal space. So I tend to keep limited options of friendship around me. Correct. Um, I tend to do better. Not that I don't do good with teamwork. I just tend to like to be by myself sometimes. I can work in a team, but sometimes being by myself just gives me more clarity. I feel you on I'm that. A, yeah. I'm in a house full of men, so I just be needing that space. 
Um, what else about me? That's about it. I have a master's degree in education. I'm not sure why I never wanted to go in the classroom. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Okay. So we know a, a, a little bit about you. The people know a little bit about you. So it comes with everything that you do, that you do, you know, family, uh, business, your own business, and working in nonprofits. So at times, life happens. So when life breaks you, like, what do you do? How do you handle that? Oh, when life breaks for me, um, I tend to go in a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband would say I tend to like retract or retreat, whatever that word is. Mm-hmm. You just excuse me, my English is not that great. I'm Caribbean first and everything else after. <laughs> um, I tend to retreat. I tend to take myself out of whatever situation that I'm in for a minute and get to some type of a long place. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely use my toolbox that my therapist gives me where you're using your five sentence five okay sentences. so i either breathe something to bring me back i see something i taste something i feel something but my most go-to besides retreating is tearing up something and putting it back together i like working with my hands i like building stuff so that would be the quickest way for me even though it might take a long time but it brings me back to whatever reality I need to be in Correct. quicker. Um, I could definitely say that my support system helps me even when even though they don't know that they're helping me. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's a phone call or a text message, it just brings me back to earth in a sense. Um, sometimes I can get lost in my thoughts because I'm always thinking. So if they give me something to focus on, I can focus on that for however long, whatever the assignment is. Usually with Lyric, it's quick. <laughs> um, but she does all the work first, and I'm just like editing mm-hmm. and sending her back things that she needs to change and getting on her nerves. So that really brings me back to reality because I usually get on her nerves when she sends me the work. Um, it, actually, it actually works because, you know, when, you know, your OCD, anybody that, anybody that don't know her, when that OCD kick in, when it comes to a business, a task or whatever, listen, it's, it's, I could say probably like maybe 50% of the time I get it done and she'd be like, yeah, that's it. I don't got to do nothing to it. It's perfect. So, you know, I'd be happy with that a little bit, but other times she just be like, lyric for real. <laughs> so, no, that don't look right. Um, I'm an OCD in a good, in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, good way that I tend to want to finish my tasks on time or before time. OCD in a bad way, sometimes I will overwork and not sleep or not take a break because I need to get that task done. Um, so, like I said, my OCD could be a good or a bad thing, depending on who's on the other end of it. Okay. Next yeah. thing. So, too often, people are comfortable in their zone. They sleep in their comfort zone. Um, They're afraid to step out of the familiar. And what they don't understand, when you're afraid to step out your familiar, there's no growth. What do you, what do you think in that regards? How do you think about, what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? Your comfort zone is in your dead zone. I relate it to a dead zone. Nothing that you have succeeded in has been in your comfort zone. Like, think about it. 
school wasn't comfortable. Every mm -hmm. every school year, you was anxious, you was worried how hard the classes was gonna be, what the teachers was gonna be like, but you had to go through it. You had to get you got it you gotta kinda get comfortable in your uncomfortableness. Yeah. Um in relationships, they all start out uncomfortable. Then they get a little bit comfortable and then something else comes along and they get uncomfortable. It's like nothing that you do in your life is comfortable. Especially Correct. If you're, if you're growing and living and you're comfortable in everything that you do, you might want to take a step back and figure out what's going on around you. Because if you really do take a step back and look at what's going on around you, mm -hmm. it's, it's nothing really fostering. Correct. You might not be prospering in your job, your relationship, your wealth, whatever those areas that you feel like, why am I still stuck? It's because you're comfortable. And my mama used to pick on me all the time. Well, she pick on my sister too, because we both have this, like, when we get bored at work or comfortable, but we're not expanding or it's just like a ritual, we quit. Like, I was good for quitting a job. Like, my resume, every two years, it was a new job on there. Not because I got fired or not because I wasn't good at it. I had just learned all that I could learn there. So if I'm done learning, it's no, it's no meaning for me to be there. I can't make your company better and you can make me better. Correct. The reason I employees is to make your business better. But if I'm not learning, evolving, and growing, I'm a waste. I'm a waste to you. I'm a waste to myself. So I tend not to stay in my comfort zone um, not too long. Like, you know, you can stay in your comfort zone for a hot minute to breathe and get, you know, ready for the next uncomfortability. Yeah. Don't, don't get stuck. Because some people, they get stuck and just be like, well, I'm comfortable. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. I get up, da 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 But it's a it's a routine they stuck in routine yeah some routines are good you should have some type no i'm not saying you be one of the people out here just <laughs> you know way stick is where you fall yeah routine i'm not saying routine is bad but what i'm saying is if it's not any you're gonna always have a routine but your routine should be in, in increasing yeah so you should not be doing in 2021 what you did in 2020 Exactly. It's a whole new year, it's a whole new you, it's a whole new atmosphere, it's a whole new, 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 new. So what you did in 2020 ain't going to work in 2021. And I tell people that all the time, especially working in technology. Mm -hmm. If you're not keeping up with technology, you might as well just go ahead and just sit in the room and just curl up. Because that's the way that the world is going. <clears throat> and I've been telling people that for years. Like, you really need to learn technology. Stop being afraid of it. It's going to be a day when that's all you're going to have. And 2020 showed those people that was hearing people say, get learn technology, learn technology, and wasn't learning it. They were stuck. I know yeah. a lot of people that left their jobs because they didn't know how to work Zoom. They didn't know how to do wow. this. They didn't know how, and they couldn't do their job because they were so afraid of technology. But it ain't working in 2021 if you don't know technology. No. Especially some churches like, Churches have been closed because they don't have technology. They're so used to the people coming in and going out, but that don't exist anymore. You got to adapt. Not even for companies. Like companies are realizing, I save way more money keeping you at home than you on that road driving back and forth. And I got to pay you mileage. I got to pay you this. 
get out your comfort zone because you're not going to grow. You're not going to evolve with how the world is changing if you're, if you're comfortable. Yeah. That's no growth. I, I no got you on that. that people, gotta understand. When people understand that, I think it'll be a better world. Definitely. Something. Something. Okay, so now I go on to this because a lot of times people think you meet them by chance, but people walk in and out of your life. And it's no coincidence that they have met you, whether it was for them to use you, help you mm. teach them a lesson, um, mm. somebody that <laughs> you said <laughs> somebody that's there for a lifetime that's there, you know, everybody, everything has its season, including people. So touch on that a little bit from your perspective. Hey, I'm mad that this is live. Because if it wasn't, I would tell you to insert that clip by Medea. I can't remember what play it was. And she was talking to one of the ladies whose husbands was like leaving her. And she was like, everybody in your life for a season. Mm-hmm. And then she described the season as a tree. Like some people are roots, some people are branches, some people are leaves. It's the same way with seasons. You have yeah. four seasons in a year. If you live in Florida, you got two. You got hot <laughs> and hurricane. Yeah. Either way, it's still four seasons. Um, and you, I have, I have learned throughout the years to do a better job at figuring out what that person is in my life for early. Correct. I have been hurt, burnt, abused, raped in the booty. You know, not physically, but I'm just saying like people just literally take advantage where you can't even control if you coming or going. And I've learned through the years to learn people's position really mm-hmm. well. Because otherwise you spend most of your time trying to figure out who they are, where they're supposed to be, da 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 da. Correct. While they get everything out of you and you dying. Or you so consume in their world and what they saying that they need you in their life for that you not even paying attention like no that's not mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> that, that's not what you here for yeah so i found myself a lot especially in 2020 when people be like oh because i think you would no that's not where i fit and not because i don't know how to do it because if you know me i'll i'll try anything once I'll try to figure out anything once, but you're not going to come in my life and tell me why you're here. No, no, yeah. no. We don't do that no more. Um, I've learned people that do that, they already have a hidden agenda. Correct. And they just forefront that hidden agenda to basically get you to not think about why they're really here. So I'm careful with those people. When you come to me and say, mm, that, no, I need, no. Opportunities. You got, your, you got something up your sleeve, and I need to figure it out before we jump in the bed together. Yeah. Um, seasons. I was doing this podcast and I can't remember what the podcast was. It was on relationships and it was talking about how relationships go through different seasons. I want to say me and Jason did it at like a marriage encounter or a workshop or something. I don't know. But it was saying how your marriage, but you can relate it to any kind of relationship or your personal life. Just don't focus on the marriage words of the single people in the room that might be listening. Um, that, you know, the summer is when everything hot and spicy and you might get a little drainage something mm-hmm. now and then because you're hydrated. If you're in Florida, you gearing up for hurricane season. 
Um, so summer is usually when you're like vacationing and doing things fun, really not thinking about, you know, what the fall or winter, all that stuff is like, oh God, summer is here. I get a break. Correct. Kids are out of school, everybody laughing, everybody happy. Summer is usually that time of just recuperating. Then you go into fall and fall is when everything dies. So I tend to spend most of my time in fall figuring out for the new year. I don't even wait till December. Mm-hmm. Why are you in my life? Are you giving me something or taking away something? Are you benefiting me or am I benefiting you? I really do go through a pro and cons list. And I remember having somebody in my life and I told them that statement. I was like, you know, right now I'm just trying to figure out if you're a benefit or, you know, a depletion in my life. And they got pissed off. It was like, you shouldn't do that to people. Wow. And I was like, no, I should. Because if you're depleting me, that means that you're killing me. That's mm-hmm. like you're a, like, that's the, the the job of a leash is to you put a leash on if you have poison and different things. Yep. It sucks that I, I don't need you in my life because my life is already so consumed with everything else. I don't need leashes. Yeah. So I always spend my fall figuring out what do I need to get rid of. I clean out stuff out of my house. I just kind of spend that time just removing dead weight. Correct. I remove dead weight in my fall season. And then you have winter. Winter sometimes for me is very lonely. I don't know why. Why is it lonely? You got your family, girl. I don't know. I was telling telling Jason that on Christmas because he was feeling it this Christmas. He's like, it's so weird. And I was Mm -hmm. like, see, don't you feel weird? But it's not like a bad lonely. Yeah. It's just to me, like, I think after I get rid of all the dead weight, it's just me finding that lonely place mm-hmm. to, like, get my energy, to get my rejuvenation back, to just get that quiet time yeah. before I enter into spring. Because spring, now, everything's blooming. Yeah. Like, you turn around and flower here, grass growing. So I think even though Christmas is lonely, it's not a bad lonely. I don't want okay. you to take the word lonely and be like, oh, she miserable, she's trying to kill herself. Not that type of lonely. Just the lonely of when people always say that you need to take a break and go yeah. meditate and do is that type of lonely. Like I don't add new people to my life. I don't I don't do anything new. Um, I shut down my business for two weeks. Like I really take that time to just recruit, recruit, recruit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Recruit and get my focus back because spring to me is usually crazy. Okay. The kids are gearing up to finish school. Like we figuring out what we doing for summer. What new business adventure I want to try. What lyric for the bring over here for me to try. Like, <laughs> like, think about it, Larry. If you think about our history, that's around your birthday time, and we're always like January, February. We come over. We have a long day of okay. What we finna do? What we finna do this quarter? What we finna do next quarter? Like, think about it. Like, we always it, it, it never fails. Time. And it's crazy because I, I have so something. Like, what in the heck is what? Yeah. So that so I want you to think of people like that. Like, so if you take that time to figure out what season that person is supposed to be in your life, it would save you a lot of time, energy, headaches, disappointments, just all kind of foolery that you just don't have. Like we old, like I don't know about y'all, but I just don't have time for the stuff that I had time for when I was in elementary, middle school, high school, maybe college. But in college, I ain't had time for that junk either. Um, 
you just don't have time to just be building relationships that's not supposed to last. But it's easy. Okay, we're going to take a brief moment right here real quick, and I'll be right back to you. Have you thought about starting your own business? What's stopping you? Was your answer, I am not sure how to start a business? Well, we have news for you. The Versatile has created the perfect guide to guide you beginning your dream, a guide to starting a business. This will help you brainstorm your idea, brainstorm your business plan, business development plan, financial plan, value ladder, business structure, should you choose a partner, register a business, business insurance, technology, building a team, and branding. Are you ready to start? Click below to grab your copy. Okay, so you talked about seasons. So I guess this next, um, this, I don't know, next topic, maybe I call it a topic, topic, next topic, falls into the same category of seasons where you said you asked, you told the one friend you're trying to figure out, you know, where she lies at in your life. So it comes to this right here. Friends, trust, honesty, loyalty, deceit. Ooh. <laughs> I know that's a that's a lot. <laughs> so how you I always tell people trust comes before love. Mm-hmm. Honesty comes before trust. Okay. Um especially with my kids. I mean like you break your trust, it's over. Yeah. It's it takes so much more time, energy to gain trust than to have trust correct so if you're dishonest then i can't trust you and if i can't trust you i have a hard time liking you i love you because i'm supposed to love you Mm -hmm. but i don't have to like you so if you can't be honest i can't trust you and i can't like you and if i don't have that is no purpose of you being in my life simple as that simple hey simple Um, as that i've been through enough in my life to tolerate that anymore yeah. I've been in situations where I've kept people in my life who meant me no well, not one well. It was just basically what I could get out of the Vita right now, um, making me feel guilty. Anybody know knows me, I am loyal as they come. Um Oof. is a double-edged sword. Sometimes my loyalty blinds reality. Um, sometimes my loyalty cuts reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so in loyalty, um, my pastor did a sermon a couple months ago and he was talking about how loyalty is expensive. Okay. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I had to write that on Facebook because <laughs> my loyalty is expensive. Yeah. And I'm not talking about financially, but anybody that has been close to me or has felt my loyalty, I don't ask questions. What you need? All right, got you. Yeah. When I start asking questions, it mm, makes you question you know, everything. Yeah, you don't need to be in my life. So for me, I'm looking at my loyalty is expensive. Mm-hmm. And if you were asking me for ten thousand dollars and I gotta think about giving you those ten thousand you don't need to be in my life. So let me ask you this for those those persons that you have held on to longer than you were supposed to, were you hopeful that maybe they may change? Because I, you know, I talk to a lot of people and I listen to them. And when they tell me, I said, no, you're hopeful. You were hoping that they change. You were just being hopeful that the whole situation would change to how you want to change. But the person got to want to change it themselves. Like, 
You can be hopeful all you want. I think saying that to a pessimist person uh-huh. hurts when you say it to us. Oh. Um, and I'm calling myself that I'm definitely becoming less of a pessimist than mm-hmm. I was okay. because so many people have been like, Lanita, they ain't going to change. Like, you keep hope, hoping and praying and Mm-mm. That must be That's a Scorpio like, thing. It is. It's like <laughs> it's like you hoping and praying that your addictive relative or spouse or whoever is not going to be addictive tomorrow yeah. or addicted to whatever that is, porn, drugs, alcohol. It doesn't matter what that addiction is, but I'm not going to say stop praying for that relative. Yeah, I'm not saying don't you know intercede on their behalf that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying is you have to stop being the enabler and i've had myself in that position with somebody before that for years taunted me after they died because to me i felt like well if i give it to them then i don't have to worry about them getting something bad or um if they use their money to go you know, get what they need and their lights got cut off. All right, let me yeah. put on the lights so they need lights. That's the loyalty that I choose not to have anymore. That's yeah. that's the problem. That's the problem. It's not that I was, ho- I think I was hopeful, but I always felt like, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take care of people um, that can't take care of themselves. Um my relationship with God was very tainted based on what I was taught and not what I learned for myself. And I find with most pessimist people that also believe in God, we really struggle with what we was taught that we're supposed to help the sick, the poor, the need, you know, the list go on, but he never said be foolish in mm-hmm. your help. And I think we struggle with, you know, well, I can speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for anybody else because I don't know what everybody else does. I struggled for many years of, well, if I don't do it, God's going to punish me. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't give my last, then I'm going to be punished for my last. I was taking other people's crosses that wasn't my cross. Jesus carried his own cross. I got to carry my own cross. And for many years, uh, I carried on being cross. And to me, that's where your hope gets clouded. Because you're hoping that one day they will pick up their cross themselves. And yeah. you won't have to carry it anymore. But if you really think about it, it was like I went to therapy and she was like, Lavita, okay, help, help me, help me understand how... <laughs> carry 10 crosses so she was like okay okay you got my cross you got jason cross you got your boy's cross you got your cross and you sitting over there six foot under trying to hold up all these cross waiting for us to help you why would we help you we not burdened we not mm-hmm. stressed we not tired we we gonna cheer you on from the sidelines and be like come on girl get it but why come over there and pick up your you 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 got it like Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see that you're hurting. We see that you're dying, but our own selfish nature is like, oh, shoot, I don't have to do this today. Yes. She got it. 
So I think that's where our, our hope gets clouded because we're always like, okay, am I doing the right thing? You're always questioning, am I being a, a, a good person? And I think, in, I think I'm learning that just because I say no don't mean that I'm a bad person. Exactly. And if I'm saying no, it's not because I'm trying to be mean. It's not that I'm trying to be rude. It's just my plate is full. My back is full. Mm-hmm. My burden is full. And I just can't add on to that plate. And I found that if somebody takes offense to my no, that you don't stay in my life long anymore. Yeah. Because that lets me know that you're okay with me carrying your burdens for as long as I carry it, but you would never carry mine. And I just, I just don't have time for that. Anymore. They're inconsiderate and selfish. Yeah, self-indulge. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, I know about it, and I'm, that's why that's why no has become a main uh, keyword in my vocabulary. I have no problem, and when a person get me, I'm like, okay, I don't care, feel how you want to feel, it don't bother me. I keep it moving, you know. That's true. 2021 people are gonna hear no a lot more often out of my mouth i'm glad you got that i'm glad you got that down the team no <laughs> no when you get when you get used to saying it before they even ask the question no when i call her uh-huh. or i text her and i be like uh, hey, what you doing? Her response is always what you want. And I'd be like, how you know I want something? Because she was like, because you're trying to figure out what I'm up to to slide in your question. And I don't have time for that, Levita. And I'm just like, dang, like you ain't even give be me the, a chance. Be direct like, to the question. Like, you know, just be, I'm, I'm, I'm like that in a little bit, in a sense. I'm like that. Um, <laughs> you know, I can say my cousin called me. I'm like, uh, he was like, hey, cuz, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. What's up? Like I'm like straight to the point. Don't hey, I don't want no roundabout boogie. How you doing? How everything? How this? Get to the point. What? What's up? What you? Let's get to the point. Let's kill all that first, and then you can ask how everybody doing. You know. Get... But I'm trying to think if you available. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it depends. It, wait, that only works with certain people. Let me change that. It depends on who the person is. Depending on who the person is, they gonna get what's up. What you want? You know, versus if it's somebody, you know, it just depends on everybody get a different response. That's her go-to for everybody. She was like, no, she she's just been like, come on, let me let's stay together. No, I just be like, dang. But, <laughs> I'm gonna learn though. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn real quick. Yeah, you 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 need to, cause you be you be doing a lot of, yeah, and they be having a lot of back 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 snapping and stuff like that. It's one thing if you snap back on them right there, but you wait. See, if you let it go right then, then they'll get the feel of the no. Let me leave her alone. Let me not ask her again. You know, you got a right. You got a right. I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on it. All right. So too often, people like to live in their past. They like to relive their past. They like to bring up everything from the past. But in order for you to to move forward, you have to live beyond your past. Let that past go. Um, not necessarily like let it go, like forget, but you can't keep reliving it because if you keep reliving it, you actually just stopping where you're trying to go. What's your insight on that? 
I'm gonna try not to get religious. But okay. I like this. You can get religious. Some people need religious. I like, I like this statement when God told now see, I can't even remember who it is because maybe I ain't supposed to say it. But <laughs> when he tells you to dust your feet, mm-hmm. sometimes you just gotta dust your feet to people. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to move on. Yes, it's gonna stain, yes, it's gonna hurt. But what is the point of drinking poison? Correct. When you, I mean, I'm gonna pause for y'all to give me a reason. <laughs> it ain't no reason. It ain't no reason to drink poison. The only reason to drink poison is that you're trying to die. That is what's holding on to dead weight, dead people. You drinking poison every day. Why? You trying to die? If you trying to die, then keep doing it. But if you mm-hmm. actually trying to live, let it go. Let it go. With a boat, they drop the anchor when they want to stay. They pull it back up when they want to drive off. Stop it. Leave it there. Cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off. Like, that's that's literally all I can say. Because I have done that for the past five years. Family, friends. I don't care who you are no more. I just don't. I just don't. If I have asked for forgiveness, gave you forgiveness, tried to move on with our relationship, and you keep bringing up what I did or didn't do, I don't need you. I'm trying to move okay. forward. Like, we in a whole different year, a whole different month, a whole different day. What else you need? That's, like, that's I'm it. not sure. Like, I'm not sure what that past relationship needs for you to move on. If you have apologized or they have apologized, if they didn't apologize, <laughs> move on. The relationship ended for a reason. Cool. It didn't just, you didn't wake up one day and the relationship was gone. The relationship ended for some reason. And it was probably a lot of stuff and it was probably over a time. It wasn't like one thing. That one thing just broke the camel's back, but it wasn't necessarily one thing. So I have realized that once I leave somebody, I just keep it going. I would have people to say that I'm not like that, but I am. If you really know me, I am. I'm not that way with family, and I'm not that way with close people. I am getting that way with family because some family just. I'm about to say, what? I'm not my phone anymore. Some of them I just don't even talk to because I just don't have time. We blood, but we not blood. That's yeah, just where I'm at. Like, like they say, some what they say. Sometimes when they say, sometimes uh, they say blood is thicker than water, but what that 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 blood be thinning out like water. Like it, you, it, it, it yeah. is thicker than water, but not in the natural. Yeah, not not in relationship because I have water around me that go hard that I can't even expect blood to even think. Uh, mm-hmm. think that it was gonna do what water has done, so I definitely don't believe in that statement. Um, yeah, I don't know, I suffered with that for a very long time. On why this person ain't talking to me, or why did I do why? And I just come to the point that if I apologize and you don't like that, oh well, ain't nothing else, nothing else I could do because to me. That's me humbling myself. That's me coming down to a level that sometimes it's really hard for me to come down to. Mm-hmm. If, if I curse you out, anybody that knows me, it was for good reason. <laughs> I just don't go around cussing and fussing unless you do something to me. Yeah. Sometimes it's quicker than others. 
depending on your position, depending on who you are. Correct. It may give you a little grace, but most of the time when I go off, I'm going off for a reason. It's because I've been saying it over and over and you ain't listening, whatever the case may be. So if I get to a point where I'm saying you need this, so I'm going to give it to you to better our relationship and you don't take it. It's okay. a problem. Yeah. So that 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 kind of ties into because you spoke a little bit on uh, forgiveness. So the act of forgiveness can lift a heavy load off of people, but some people fail to realize that they do. And I I feel like especially when I talk to people, like some people always be like, "Hey, Lavina, you always forgiving people." Like it's not that serious. It's not that I'm forgiving them. Like let's just be clear. If you hurt me, yes, it hurts. Yes, it's still hard to forgive, but I understand that I can't get what I want out of life if I don't forgive you. Yeah. Most if definitely. you accept it, if you accept it, that's your problem, not my problem. My problem was the forgiving part. Your problem was to accept or to deny it. So I I tend to forgive people and move on, not because you didn't matter, not because you wasn't important, it's just like it's so much things that I need and I'm grinding for that I yeah. can't allow no issues because we all have issues. I got my own to hold me back from what I'm trying to like. My my own issues is my own boundaries, is my own chains. I can't be adding on your issues over here because you dealing with unforgiveness. Like, yeah, I just don't have time for that. So I tell people all the time, you're not forgiven for that person. You're forgiven for yourself. Because if somebody feels like you wronged them, then that's what you should do. You yeah. should say, I'm sorry. Not I'm sorry, but you need <laughs> no, no. Because everything you said before that, but it's gone. Yeah, it's negate no, everything you don't say. Take back the apology and all of that. That's <laughs> like making me a salmon and handing it to me on the top of a trash can. Oh. Don't do the but. I apologize. Yeah. And keep that's it moving. It. Be the bigger person. You don't, to, you don't even have to go through that back and forth. But when you start going through that back and forth with me, now I'm going to be like, okay. See, you're not ready for my apology. I'm going to leave it right here. When you're ready to pick <laughs> it up, I'm going to me. If yeah. I'm available, you're ready, then we'll talk. If I'm not available, then we oh, just won't well. talk. So be it. So be it. I know that's right. I'm, I'm good at it. I've, I've learned to master that to ignore people yeah. if they don't if you say if you apologize and they still feel some type of way going back and forth while we're doing this accept the apology or not you you've done your duty to apologize forgive and forgive yourself as well for the action and move yeah. on with it don't don't lag on it people people need to understand yeah. this they're still being real petty around here starting early 2021 yeah <laughs> All right, so I want to move to this this topic right here because it's just okay. like this this topic is I call it like your theology, and it could be um, applied to anything, jobs, whether illegal or legal, businesses, anything. It could be applied to schoolwork and everything. So. For y'all who never heard of this, this is called the corner, corner, I can't even speak, corner boy mentality theology. And I ain't never heard of it until, you know, she broke it down for me. And this is a quite interesting concept, but it makes sense when you listen to it. So 
explain to the people the corner boy mentality theology. Um, it's crazy. I've learned the corner boy mentality from my daddy. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was always a way for him to like relate what everybody understood to me simply that I didn't end up with the corner boy. Crazy. Um, not for me not to be the corner boy, but just for me to not end up with the corner boy. <laughs> so the corner boy is basically if anybody pays attention to movies, neighborhoods, they're the ones that you see on the corner. They're the mm -hmm. ones up early, sleeping late, half of the time they don't even look that well. Or if they are, they they just spent what they made yesterday on that outfit. Corner boys are the hustlers. They are the ones that's grinding on the foot. They can only think about today. They can't think about tomorrow because their today is not necessarily prominent. When they hit that corner, they could get shot. They could get pulled by the police. So many things could go wrong that they could only focus on what's happening right now, at this moment, at this second. And then the money that they make, they have to go back and pay the distributor. And then the difference is what they have. So every day, if they want to stay, you know, hot and popping, they got to hit that corner. Sometimes 12, 13, 14 hours a day. And I always ask my daddy the question on why are they working 12, 14 hours to make chump change? I'm humbling. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know how they do it. Not saying all of them make chump change, but what I'm saying is they're grinding yeah. every day to make not a cap like they have a cap on the potential of money that they can make okay so think about it like that when you clock into a job no shade on employees i don't want y'all to take this as i'm shading employees every business need employees that's not what i'm saying i'm not even saying that it's not okay to have the corner boy mentality i'm not saying that it's not okay to be an employee what I'm saying is, even as an employee or even as a corner boy, you should be trying or focusing or figuring out how your next generation can be the distributor. Okay, so the distributor is where the corner boy goes to get his products. He's the one that get that bulk. He has no cap on the amount of money that he can make. The only cap he has on the amount of people that he may have working because he don't have enough products to give those corner boys, but he has no cap. Is no is he has no everything is, is available for him. Freedom, potential, everything. Another disclaimer. I'm not trying to teach y'all to go sell drugs. I was that just about to say that. I, I caught I caught that. I'm not saying to get drug. I'm using the corner boy distributor mentality for a reason because that's a lot of our community connects with and that's what they can see and that's what they can understand. So in how my dad made it, he was like, you don't want a man or a person or an individual in your life that's only thinking about this moment. Only thinking about today, not thinking about tomorrow, not thinking about the future, not thinking about the potential of what they can have. You want that distributor. You want the distributors in your life that's always thinking, how can we get the next? What's the next stream of income we can have? 
What's the next possibility we can have? What's the freedoms that we can have? Where do we want to go? Where do we want to fly? What do we want to do? Correct. That's what you want. And I'm not saying your distributor people have to be millionaires because I have plenty of distributors in my circle that aren't millionaires, but we're all thriving to be a millionaire. We're all doing the work that's necessary to be millionaires. We ain't thinking about today. If I think about today, something wrong with me. <laughs> my husband get on me all the time. He'd be like, can we just deal with what's happening right now? And I'm like, no, because we got 10, 10 different things over here that needs to be done. And he's always like, your mind, your mind going a million miles per hour. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm trying to break generational things that, you know, didn't come down before me. My mama did her part. Now it's time for me to do my part. And my kid is going to have to do their part. But if I'm only thinking about today, how am I going to make the next generation better? Or how am I going to even make my own life better? Like, let, let's just make it clear. So corner boy mentality is a person that wake up every day and all they can think about is what's in front of them. That ain't life. That ain't life because now you have no goals. You have nothing to touch or to to acknowledge that you're out of your comfort zone. Kona boys are in their comfort zone. They know they wake up at this time. They know they're going to possibly make this amount of money. They go to bed. Then they got that in their head. That's comfort. Corner boy is a comfort zone. It's your comfort zone. Because you're comfortable with waking up every day, doing the same thing, going back home. The distribution person... They ain't never comfortable because I'm. they're steady trying to think, how can I get more? How can I get more? How can I get more? And I'm not saying again to just be one of the people that you're running over people trying to get more. What I'm saying is have the mentality to get more, more knowledge, more education, more, more whatever to get you to that goal that you want to end up at. That's the corner one mentality. That's a good analogy. It's broken down simple. They understood it. She didn't tell y'all to go sell no drugs, but she just gave y'all that example of the mentality. Yeah. Please don't, don't, anybody under 18, don't be like, modest lady, explain how to sell. That's not what I said. I did Mm. not tell you how to sell. She told you the mentality. It's just like if you. (laughs) And I don't want you to have, but I want you to have the, the distribution knowledge that whatever you put your mind to whatever you put your hand to whatever you put your grind to whatever you put on paper you can make it happen exactly you gotta you gotta gotta think distribution and not addition well multiplication not addition (laughs) that's fair though okay so what is something you would tell your 20 year old self did i say that right 20 year old self um that you didn't know back then that you know now? I would tell my 20-year-old self that your behind better buy that Amazon stock, stop talking junk about that man selling books out of his garage because he's worth a lot of money today. I would tell my 27-year-old that tip because oh, clearly my 20-year-old self was ignorant, ignorant <laughs> to multiplication of the stock market. So whenever I meet with clients and dealing with finances, I always tell them that story because you have so many people that are afraid of the stock market and the stock market isn't a get rich quick scheme. It's Mm -hmm. not going to happen overnight. It's longevity. So think 17 years ago, if I was invested in 
um, which is going right now for almost $2,800 a share. Yeah. My distribution mine wasn't on. My distribution mine was on for my husband, but not myself. So I would definitely tell my 20-year-old self, you got to be thinking about your own distribution, not the man you finna marry or be with or whatever you finna do with. Yeah. It need to be on yourself. Um, I would definitely tell my 20-year-old self to definitely find who I am and what I want. My 20-year-old self spent so much time making everybody else around her happy. And the, she thought she was happy because everybody else was happy. Mm-mm, don't do that, girl. Mm-mm, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I got you. Don't do that. Uh, I will also tell my 20-year-old self not to make base decisions on other people's opinions. Okay. Um, I look back and I made a lot of decisions in my early 20s mm-hmm. that I regret still up to today. Like, they still haunt me on what could have because I made it based on other people. I think if I would have made it, like, I've made some decisions and I'm just like, girl, you stupid. But it doesn't have the impact that those things have that I made based off of other people because I made the decision for myself compared to I made a decision based on what everybody else told me to do. um, I would definitely tell my 20-year-old self those three things. Okay, so that brings it. That brings me to this because you said a lot of back then you made decisions based upon other people's opinions and so forth. So too often people dim their light, and you know because of that reason, because of things that people say or people think what people think. But it's nothing wrong with being confident in yourself, knowing who you are, um, whether you're doing good or not. They're gonna talk about you. You know, they're going to talk about you regardless, good or bad. So um, in that aspect, what are your thoughts on that? What would you tell someone um, that may have experience? I I guess I would tell tell them the same thing that my mama used to always tell us. And I didn't take her seriously Mm -hmm. because I thought she wasn't. Not that my mama is not smart. My mama is a mathematician. She's Mm -hmm. like getting her PhD. Like some of the math that she does, I'm just like, lady, what the hell is that? That is not math. <laughs> um, always, if people not talking about you, you're not doing something right. Correct. And I always felt like, but people talking about me, like, are you crazy? Like, I don't want people talking about me. If they talking about you, that means they don't like you. And she was like, exactly. She used to always be like, people talking about Jesus, that didn't stop him. That didn't stop him from doing what he had to do. So right. Why are you letting it stop? And I used to be like, these ladies. Crazy. She not dealing with these people. She not going through what I'm going through. I'm four foot nine. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her. Something's wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And then one day I heard myself telling my oldest son. Cause he came home crying because some people were picking on him. Uh-huh. And somebody was like telling him sticks and stones don't break his mobile or it would never hurt him. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I don't believe in that statement. Words do hurt, but it's what you do with the words that changes the outcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meaning, if I say you're an ugly, dirty bastard, <laughs> that, did, that did hurt your family. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Wait, which part? The okay. ugly, the ugly, dirty, or the bastard? <laughs> Whichever one hurts you. I got Whichever you. Whichever one hurts you. 
But the point is, is what you do with that you yeah. ugly, dirty bastard. I'm mm-hmm. not going to let that thing play in my head. I'm not ugly. You may think I'm ugly, but I'm not ugly. And most of the people that say you're a dirty, ugly, dirty bastard pretty much don't like themselves in some fashion. And we That's all true. have that problem. We all have something that we don't like about ourselves. Sometimes we hurt other people's feelings, but it's what you do with what those words were. And he was looking at me crazy like I was looking at my mama crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, LJ, what I'm saying is it's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel like, you know, that was mean. But I don't want you to have that person playing in your head every day saying those words. Yeah. What I want you to do is change those words. Make them something that makes you happy. Play something in your head that makes you happy. People that talk about you, they want to be you. I'm sorry to say, if y'all don't agree, you're lying. Because mm-hmm. usually when you talk about something, we all is guilty. Because I didn't be guilty that to be like, damn, up. And the whole time, I'm just like, well, damn, she doing this. I should be doing that. But I'm still thinking she jacked up. Yeah. I ain't forget that she jacked up. But a little part of me is just like, but then she just seems so happy in her jacked upness. <laughs> we all did it. So I'm not just talking about other people. I'm talking about myself. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So, so I'm always like, if they're not talking about me, I'm not doing something right. Yeah. I'm not. I want you to talk about me, good mm-hmm. or bad, because it's all talk. I don't care if you go on a website and um god what's that movie i wish jason was here he tell me that movie <laughs> and the guy got shot by this lady's husband because he was her drug dealer mm-hmm. and he used to call them and curse her out and do all this crazy stuff so the husband could keep writing bad posts re- bad reviews on his website and he was like every time he got a bad review from the guy he got a hundred more customers mm-hmm. That's basically what, that's how you have to think about it. People are talking about you because they want something that you have, not because they don't dislike you. We, we as human really don't like dislike people. We either yeah. want to be like that person or we just like, nah, you just need to stay away. But it's not truly like, I just hate you. Like we really yeah. just don't hate people. It's just like, mm, we just don't fit together or we fit together. Mm-hmm. Not really hate. So I would tell I would tell my twenty year old self, listen to your mama. She she makes sense. She it might not sound about. like it's sense, but it's really sense. Mm-hmm. Because I've always found that when I was at my best, I, I got talked about the most. Mm-hmm. The most. From people close to me, not strangers. People close to me talked about me the most. But they were the same people that every time they hit rock bottom, I was the first on their list to call. And that's crazy how that be happening, though. They sit there, they run their mouth about you, say this, that, and third. But why is it that you always the first one they calling? And that's when that hope came in. I was like, oh, you need to yeah. <laughs> They got that hope. Yeah. That's that hope. But so, yeah, I would definitely, that would be my advice. Yes, 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 a hundred times. The things mm-hmm. that people say sometimes do hurt. I'm yeah. not going to say sometimes people have tough skin. Some stuff cuts me deep. Some stuff may cut you deep. But it's what you do with what people say that makes the words don't hurt. Okay. That's good enough. So we're going to wrap it up with this last one right here. I think you have a nice little uh, summary. Um, <laughs> everything you go through is always temporarily. So whatever it is that you have been through or are going through 
it's not really who you are it's only making you the person you need to become what you got for me facts that's all i got you just facts she didn't want to add on to that just facts just uh, facts it's nothing else that I can say. Nothing okay. lasts forever. Nothing lasts for everything that you go through in life is temporary. When you get a cut, it bleed temporary. Mm-hmm. It's scarred temporary unless you put some cocoa butter and different things. Or you got one of them little people that your skin just don't heal right. But either way, that opening is yeah. still temporary. Child labor, temporary. You know, when the children act up, you remember it. <laughs> Getting a shot temporary like every like look back at everything in your life it didn't last long we just dwelled on it long okay whatever happened lasted a second a minute a moment is after that when we're like thinking about it all every day you wake up oh man i just got shot last night oh man like um for instance jason cousin just got shot a couple of months ago and i was so proud every time i went on facebook he refused to lay in the bed correct like refused like he was getting up doing what he had to do lost his leg that didn't stop him Mm -hmm. but what if he would have allowed that shot to just sit there and be and dwell on man i just got shot he could be still in that bed not walking not doing anything but you have to think about it in that aspect everything is temporary yeah that temporary is awful i wouldn't say that it's not awful it is awful and you feel like life is over you can't come back from it but if i look back at my life everything that i have been through that i thought was going to take me out hasn't taken me out yet okay so i got another another moment to get it together it only lasts a moment even death only lasts a dying might last a while you heard me okay but like i said so fast it only lasts a moment don't stay in the moment again don't stay that's comfortable. key don't stay comfortable that go that comfortable again yeah. don't stay comfortable in the moment but be uncomfortable in the moment because the uncomfortable moment is what's going to get you out of that moment. Mm-hmm. If you stay comfortable, that's where you so that, and that comfortable can kill you. Yes, Physically, it is. Mentally, spiritually, everything, it can kill you. Hey, that is so true. That comfortability is not growth mm-hmm. if you are remaining nope. in your comfort zone. Well, I again thank you for being a part of today's segment thank you and all her contact information will be right down there below somewhere down there in the information box yeah you know where it says details for business or anything because literally she is like my left brain be sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you know when each video drop and remember the basic of perseverance where their story may be your story and how you react to your current situation and circumstances is key until next time peace and blessings